For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another edition of The New Noise, a podcast where me, Shane, and Mike, who is about to join us, we talk about all the new music coming out each and every week. It's exciting. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to give Mike a ring right now and see what he has to say. I know he's been feeling a little under the weather lately, so see how he's doing. Oh, hello, good sir. Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? I am delicious. How are you? Good. You're back on your feet. I know you're having a little bit of a bout with some kind of sickness over there, but... Yeah, it's kind of weird. Just like a little stomach bug or something. I don't know, but feeling better now. That's great. That's the main thing, right? Yeah, something like that. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, good, good. Uh, first week of tour in the books. Um, Hell yeah. Really great. Every show is sold out so far on this tour, which is really, really nice. And uh, more importantly, all the bands seem to be having an absolute blast and it's such a great lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, One Step Closer, CSU Space Cowboy and Dayseeker, along with Silverstein, of course. Oh, for sure. And yeah, just uh, just been great. 
We've played lots of cool places that we don't usually play, like Delaware last night. So that was interesting. Wild. And um, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. But people are coming out in droves. So I'm I'm uh, I'm on top of the world, man. Hey, that's good. That's what I like to see. We love when uh, tour meshes like that together, too. I think yeah. you can always tell when bands are kind of going through the motions on a tour or when everybody's just there having a good time. No, it's, it's, uh, it's good vibes. hundred percent. Hell yeah. Can you talk about some news? Yeah, give it to me. We, uh, we like to start off with the new news every week. So, uh, tell me about it, Mike. Yeah. So we got a couple of tours. Uh, first one I want to talk about and yeah, first two or three, actually, I want to talk about are all big, uh, kind of like amphitheater, big room shows, uh, and the first one is Incubus taking out Bad Flower. Super cool tour. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Bad Flower. That's one of those bands that I think is is you know they should get a little more credit than just being like mm-hmm. oh a band that's on the radio sometimes. Like they have really cool records, um, and you know Incubus obviously a band that's been doing it a very long time. So um, for sure, and, and a band that you don't hear doing a lot of shows really. You know, I feel like it's no. It's kind of that's why it took me and like oh this is important news. Yeah. I don't hear about Incubus touring a lot. So not not that much. No, definitely that's, that is cool. Oh yeah, uh, we also have All American Rejects, a band that doesn't tour very much, taking out Newfound Glory, Motion City Soundtrack, The Starting Line, and The Get Up Kids. What oh my god, tour. that's a that's a huge massive lineup. Get Up Kids opening, Starting Line. I guess they're back. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. Very cool. Very cool. That's crazy. That's yeah. That's a must see. We also have. Uh, you know, a tour that I did not think would work, but the more that I have thought about it, I'm like, you know, this is actually an amazing tour. Uh, I don't know who Jami Genesis or Pom Pom Squad are opening, but it seems to be a co-headliner with Paris and Poppy. Oh, love that. I do too. I think it's great. I think, you know, the dichotomy of the artists and how they both have such different albums, even with them, their own discography. I think it's going to go really, really well. Totally, man. I mean, full on girl power. I love to see it. And uh, those are both just two artists we've championed on this podcast so much. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, to see them coming together for a co-bill in- insanely cool. For sure. Uh, we also have the quote unquote Deathcore Ain't Dead tour with... Uh, Oceano, Through the Eyes of the Dead, and Tracheotani. I don't know. I can't read your band name. It's that's hard. Your it, that's, a, yeah. that's a common thing to not yeah. be able to read band, band names in that genre. And also, um, yeah, Deathcore, very much not dead. In fact, uh, no. more alive than it's ever been. For sure. Um, and then my tour of the year. It's already done. It's dusted. Everybody can clap your hands and go home. There won't be a better bill. Uh, Bad Omens headlining, taking out Era and Icy Stars. This lineup is massive. I'm very excited. This is like a Mike-approved lineup. Like yeah, when really I is. when I saw the the ad mat with with Bad Omens, I was like, okay, yep. And then I saw Era, and I was like, oh. And then the kicker of Icy Stars, one of Mike's favorite all time bands and and local mm-hmm. Michigan band. Um, and band that's been gone since 2018 yeah. and not really touring. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah, for them to come back uh, like this is pretty crazy too. Um, I, I guess someone in Bad Omens really likes the band. It's really, I mean, it's sure really it's unexpected. Sumerian, right? So 
That's the whole deal, I think. Oh, that's probably, you're probably right. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, but there's no Michigan date at the moment, unfortunately. There are some TBA dates, some possible radius clause incidents, you know. Very much could be. Be as you be. Yep. Uh, but I'm pretty excited. I will find my way to one date of that show, no matter what. Uh, it'll be a great time. Absolutely. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, novelists, mm-hmm. their vocalist has left the band again. Jeez. Uh, so now they're on the hunt for the third one. We'll see how that goes. Can't catch a break. Can't catch a break. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are some interesting choices out there that they could probably go with. Um, I really hope they go back in the more proggy metalcore direction. The last record really, you know, I don't remember a single thing that happened on it, unfortunately. Uh, and for a band that I really like, that's kind of weird. Well, we'll see what happens. For sure. We will We will provide updates right here on New Noise, New News. And speaking of providing updates, let's update the people with what we thought of the records from last week. For sure. Coming in at number one, the ongoing concept with their record again. I love this thing. I listened to it again right before this. Well, um, again and again. You have to listen to it again. Exactly. Every song is again, uh, again, something again. Um, yeah, this this record's cool. Um, I, I really like the vibe of this band. Um, you know, as I said before, like I wasn't super familiar with all their old records or anything like you are, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like this. It's a concise, pretty concise piece of work for a concept album. Um, and uh, yeah, it kind of gives me like a really cool mix of kind of that early like 2010s sort of uh, post-hardcore feel mixed with some mm-hmm. kind of modern, um, you know, uh, I don't know what you say, like I guess kind of technical prog dancey kind of parts almost like math core elements yeah too, right? yeah exactly exactly <laughs> some kind of cool kind of polyrhythms um going on throughout this record too and i just found it really enjoyable um without even really trying to dive into the super heavy concept stuff <laughs> um which you know usually you start to get a whole more whole of that stuff on on subsequent uh listens but even if you're not really, you know, that into, oh, this is a concept band, Every, everything they're ever, ever going to do is going to be high concept, it's still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they've got a real flair for that with um, being able to write music that's approachable, but still kind of satisfies their need for depth. And I think that that's really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, great number one. Um, but I do want to talk about the number two mm-hmm. album, which... Um, which, you know, I was surprised actually that it wasn't a number one. And after listening to it, it definitely could have been. I think it could have been too. I mean, both of them were really close. I just went ongoing concept because I was more excited, right? Um, Absolutely. Well, the record we're talking about is Nothing Nowhere's new release and mm-hmm. big change. I mean, this is a ba- this is basically a post-hardcore release. It really is. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, honestly... I think one of the weakest parts of the record, and even saying that it's not very weak, I really don't like what Will did on the second song. Oh, you don't like Which, what he did? I mean, I no. didn't know. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I, I think to, to be to be fair, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't really like a Will Ramos in his wheelhouse song. Exactly. You know. Um, so for for me, I actually thought it was a pretty cool song and I, and I didn't mind what he did, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you're looking for a Lorna Shore mashup with nothing, nowhere, th- it wasn't really it. No, it was just, I don't know. I felt like it was very one dimensional from him, which is what the song needed, 
But totally at, at that point, I think you can kind of grab anyone, right? I think when I see Will's name on a feature, I'm expecting some big culminating moment, especially a song called Tragedy, right? Right. I want something to hit me. And well, that song just kind of vibed. It's still good. Don't get me wrong. I love every song on this record. I think it's an absolute blast. It's just my one little one little gripe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of like it because it, it feels like it's Joe and friends on this record. You know, like mm-hmm. obviously Joe put all this together and he's the he's the man. And, you know, getting a whole bunch of people, um, both, you know, uh, some of his influences, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, like Under Oath or Census Fail or myself, and then some, you know, new emerging artists such as Will Ramos, uh, for example, Uh, I think it's really great just to be like, hey, this is kind of like Mm -hmm. the scene um, as it's existed. And this is kind of like laying it all on the table as to why I'm making this record right now. And to me, it's a fun record. It's an honest record. And I really think it's cool the way that kind of he melds nothing nowhere sound into the post-hardcore genre. I think it's kind of genius. So this record, um, mm-hmm. I kind of can't, can't get enough of it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I think I've listened to it two or three times. Um, and I agree with everything you said. I love the blend. I actually think my f- two favorite teacher or teachers features were the ones that you didn't mention. Uh, the ones where you've got uh, fortune teller with static dress. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Psycho psychiatry with Connie from CU space. Company. Totally. I know. And, and it's interesting. Like, like I, I, again, the single selection, I don't know. Like, I think mm-hmm. any of these songs could have been, could have been singles um, pre-release. So, you know, it, it's interesting because yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, a lot of times I hear I hear records after we've heard the singles a lot, and I'm like, damn, how who was picking the singles and why? Sometimes you know yeah. it's it's uh, and this was a bit of a head scratcher for me, but I mean that's a good problem because all the songs are great for sure. Um, next one I want to talk about is the City and Color record. This thing's great and exactly what I wanted. Um, did you get a chance to check it out? I didn't. I didn't listen to this one. I think I listened to every. Th- I didn't listen to the Kingsman record either. I think I listened to all the other ones. Okay. Um, but you know, hey, I'm on tour. It's busy. First week. It happens. Uh, I really like the City and Color record, though. I think uh, some of their, his previous releases um, have kind of, you know, I listen to the record and I enjoy it. And I never really kind of want to come back to it. This one is had some concepts, some lyrics that are just really like sticking with me. And I think like towards the end of the record, um, there's songs like after disaster and the water is coming that I don't know, man, this record just hits hard. It's good. Absolutely. It's great. Uh, what about the boy genius record? Oh, you listen to that. Yeah. Um, I love it. It's vibe city. Um, I love the kind of mix between some sort of kind of fun, like not super serious mm-hmm. um, parts here and there, some like very clever lyricism. Um, and I just, like I said, I think the last week, I just love how uh, these three women's voices just blend together um, throughout this record. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just super cool, um, you know, to get, to get two artists, you know, um, Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers like together in their prime to make this record. It's really a beautiful thing. 
Um, I especially like the the little short song called Leonard Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a really fun song. I really like the lyrics. Um, and yeah, overall, it's just it was a really nice listen um, and something that I think I'm going to put on from time to time because I can't think of another record that quite sounds like this, you know? Yeah. It's kind of, it's a little bit in its own space. Yeah, it really is. And I think that's, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It, it's definitely in its own space, but it's got a familiarity to it yeah. as well. Yeah. Where, I don't know, it's just a very relatable record. Yeah. It, cool. it, it almost sounds like a record that could have come out 30 years ago, mm-hmm. maybe even 40 years ago, maybe, but like didn't, um, but it, it, it still has, is fresh. I don't know. It's a really, really unique. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm, it's, I think it's really, really cool that this is, that this exists. Yeah. It's kind of timeless. It's very, very cool. Um, dead lakes. Mm. I love this record. It's absolutely awesome. Um, still don't know how to describe the band. Yeah, no. Um, I think the best thing to still kind of say is like post hardcore metalcore right there. It's like right there with bad omens and varsity, right? It's the vibe core where yeah, there's you've got some riffs tossed in there, you've got some heavy guitars, but that's not the main draw. The main draw is the lyricism, storytelling, and a lot of the cool song structure that's going on. Um, I just love this record. I think the imagery is really cool. I think everything that it does is just great. Yeah, top tier. This this could be a big band. They really they really do have that sound. Um, you know, if, if all the, if all, mm-hmm. all the stars align, I think this could be, could be something pretty special. Um, and yeah, I, I like the creativity of it. And I was, I guess I was a little surprised hearing the record all the way through. Um, it is a rock, it is pretty rocking. It gets, it is a rock mm-hmm. record overall. They're not, you know, they dabble in some other genres, but it's not as like, I think I called them like emo rap and that's not really true. Um, I mean, so it's got parts. I it has know. it has like some of those elements of those like trap drums and, and here and there and and some like you know mm-hmm. um, programming and stuff like that. But no, at its core, it's a it's a rock record. And um, yeah, this band this band's really solid. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, Barry tomorrow. Oh yeah, this record did exactly what I wanted it to, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just solidifying them more and more, you know, as a, one of the best European, you know, metalcore bands. And again, like yeah, not reinventing the wheel, mm-hmm. not trying to reinvent the wheel, um, but, you know, they have some, they have some unique kind of like tones. Um, their vocalist has a distinctive voice and uh, it, it all works here. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to watch, you're going to start hearing if this is the first time you've heard about this band, which is possible if you're an American uh, listener. You're going to start hearing about this band all the time now. Watch. Yeah. Watch. Yep. Definitely. Um, last thing that we had on the list was Defame DP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Monster of an EP. Even though we only got two new songs, um, I have been spinning this constantly. I think it's phenomenal. Was it two or three? Was it two? I thought it was three. It was only two. Um, yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah. Shit. This, this band is so fun. Um, just the amount of groove in these songs, like it's like you can dance to this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because one of the songs is called The Dancer. It literally is just like different. It hits different. Yeah, it's... And I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. And I, I think part of it being an EP, like, you know, it's a little easier to kind of get in and get out mm-hmm. with like 25 minutes or whatever this is. But I really, really interested in them putting out another full length and, and hearing like what this band's made of. Yeah, I am too. It's got, they've got such a groovy 
sensibility, right? It's almost yeah. like the nineties, right? Like, you know, Pantera, like they're heavy, they're metal and everything like that, but they had groove. Yeah. And it's very similar in my opinion. Totally. Totally. And that sometimes gets a little bit lost mm-hmm. in deathcore when everything is just pounding like as fast as you can. It's like, okay, when everything's super fast, then like you don't have those really intricate, like, um, uh, or sorry, intricate, the opposite of intricate. You, you don't, don't have that like core, you know, mm-hmm. bang your head, you know, move your body to it. And this band really knows how to do that, which is, which is awesome. Yeah. Very underrated band. For sure. Um, some things I missed from last week, uh, the debut EP from Resilia, well-intentioned is the name of the game. This is one of these really cool kind of up and coming post hardcore bands that I've been waiting for a longer release from for a while. Uh, this band is super, super cool and has some of the best album artwork in the game as well from all their singles. They love this giant crocodile. It's very cool. Cool. Well, go get that, go get that rookie card, everybody. For sure. Uh, I've also discovered a new black metal band called Lamp of Murmur. That's M-U-R or M-U-R-M-U-U-R. Uh, and they put out a new record called Saturnian Bloodstorm. Okay. Great album name. Uh, this thing rips though. It's just super fun, like 40 minutes of black metal. All right. All right. There you go, everybody. It's a good time. Some more stuff. Mm-hmm. And last one. I actually wasn't even going to listen to this because I typically... Uh, not, I'm going to say I don't enjoy the music, but it just typically passes me over. Uh, but I was listening to the New Noise playlist and the new record from Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness came on. Yeah. And this thing is an absolute bop. I actually really, really enjoy it. Uh, so make sure you check that out. I think I think Andrew McMahon, just, his music's just gotten bigger, better and better over the years. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge uh, something corporate guy at all. Um, but me either, but I thought Jack's mannequin was good. And then his solo, solo work mm-hmm. has since then has been incredible too. So totally, I, uh, I totally, totally, uh, can get behind that. Oh yeah. Oh, and the new Metallica song. Uh, what did you think of it? Yeah, I think it is. I'm not going to say a resounding win, but I'm, <laughs> I'm happy with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's better than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, did it need to be over seven minutes long? No, no. Um, could they have written a better bridge? Yes, but it had the classic like fast thrash, you know, you know, fast picking Metallica mm-hmm. that that I want. You know, like parts of this sounds like they sound like riffs that could have been on Master of Puppets. Uh, you know, um, so I'm into it for sure. I think it was pretty good. Yep. So we're at one one resounding win, one meh. Too good. Yep. Absolutely. I'm excited for the record next week. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Next week. Damn. Okay. Hell yeah. Already. Shit. Time is yeah, time is flying by. Oh, and speaking of Metallica, I actually just secured uh tickets for the Power Trip Festival. I am going. Oh, nice. Yeah. So my two nephews, they are 17 and 15. Mm-hmm. Uh they are, I don't know why. But they only like music from before I was born, <laughs> basically. Okay. So they are not into like new, you know, stuff. They love Ozzy and, you know, and uh, Metallica and ACDC and Iron Maiden. So this is like their dream festival. I mean, that's how I got into the scene, right? Yeah. 
I know. Well, they don't seem to be that interested. I made them a playlist of like, all right, here's like the stuff, you know, here's the stuff you need to know now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm just going to listen to Aussie solo records. It's like, okay, well, sure. I mean, you do you. I mean, uh, but um, that'll be, that'll be really fun. I mean, that lineup is insane. I stayed in the early like metal and thrash and like rock realm from probably like 12, 13 to like 17, 18. Right. They got time. Yeah, got time. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I think so. Just like you guys are about to figure out all the new music coming out this week. Boom. Transition. Ooh, boom. Great segue. I really like that. Nailed it. Well, Mike, we've got a list of new releases. And um, how many do we have? We got seven. A nice seven. I love seven. Seven's lucky. Seven, seven. Let's go. All right. Uh, First one off the bat. This is a really, really weird one. Um, I normally don't put like demos and deluxe stuff here, uh, but Jetty Bones, Kelsey, for those who know, yeah, uh, put out a album that was previously released on Bandcamp. I wanted to wait to talk about it until it was on Spotify and everywhere else uh, called The Pandemos, Songs I Wrote Instead of Killing Myself. Yeah, damn. Damn, what a... Did I put this on the playlist. Did you listen to any of it at all or no? I listened to all of it. Um, okay, good. This, yeah, the, first of all, the title. I mean, we can't, we can't gloss over the title. That is about as intense yeah. a title as I've ever heard. Um, and appropriate title for this collection of tracks. Yes. I got to say, this This is like, so the last Lord record, yeah, which we both panned. We did not like the last Lord record. A lot of people didn't like it. We weren't alone. This is the kind of thing I wish Lord would do. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, this is, this is, this artist is so good and so creative. Um, this has like, a, this has mainstream appeal too. I, I, yeah. I really think that this is special. Um, it has just the right amount of like emotion and pop sensibility and catchiness, mm-hmm. um, and meaning. And this is, yeah, this is, this is tremendous. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's so rough and I don't know, like emotionally and as far as production wise, how everything's put together, it is very, very bare bones. And, you know, I think I honestly like it that way more. Like, it's just so cool because I don't know if this was the order the songs were written in or anything like that, but you can almost feel the kind of motions of going through trauma and kind of coming to terms with a lot about yourself. Uh, that I think a lot of us did during the pandemic. It's very relatable and cool record. And, you know, when I was thinking of it, the only thing that I really thought of was, man, this is like a serious and emo pop punk version of Inside by Bo Burnham, where, right. you know, just right humanity on display, no walls, nothing kind of over it. And yeah, I think this record is really just... It's so cool. Yeah, there's there's a, a, a so much vulnerability with this, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is really 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 amazing. So yeah, I'm glad this is you know coming out for the masses. Hopefully, people are are uh, catching on to it for sure. Yep, I love Jetty Bones. So talented. So good. Uh, next up, another talented artist coming from Gladwin, Michigan. Have you ever heard of rapper NF or his new album Hope? I have. Um, 
I, I know there's always been a lot of Eminem comparisons. I mean, yeah. To this artist. Um, I mean, he's a white rapper from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of looks like Eminem. Kind of does. Uh, and, sound, and sounds like Eminem. Yep. Um, but I, I like this because, you know, Eminem uh, has, has obviously, you know, these days it's like rapid fire, crazy technical rap. Like mm-hmm. it's just over the top. Whereas this is like, this kind of reminds me a little bit of older Eminem. Um, yeah, it's a, a lot more cinematic is the word that I like came, came to my mm-hmm, mind as I was mm-hmm. listening. This. Definitely one, cool. the one single totally is. Um, Hope. Yeah. That's the one I like more. Totally. I like them both. Um, I, I don't know. I think this artist is really cool. And if, yeah, if you're looking for, you know, rap, that's like maybe a little bit, not exactly what everyone else seems to be doing these days. Um, I don't know. He's quite popular. I think he's doing. Oh, he's popular. Yeah, he's popular, but I feel like he's just a little different mm-hmm. than a lot of the a lot of the other stuff that's coming out um, in the mainstream. I mean, yeah, it's it, it feels kind of more old school. Maybe yeah, where yep. it's not auto tuned up and mumble rap and you know the quote unquote emo rap that really doesn't feel that emo at all. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like there's emo rap where you have like 93 feet of smoke and garden and like little Aaron and stuff. And then you have emo rap. That's like six, nine and stuff like that, which is like, eh, is it? I know. I no, know. I agree. But no, NF NF's good. No, I, I think this is, this artist is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, we don't, we don't always have a lot of rap really. We don't talk about all that much of it. Nope. But there's a reason we're talking about this artist. And I think uh, it will appeal to kind of, you know, most of the people that like the music we talk about. Yep. Um, if you, if you do, if you do like rap at all, I think it's, it's a good one. And it's also kind of a slow week. So here we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, new EP rock bottom from Savage Hands. This is a band kind of coming from the ashes of a couple bands. They're around Maryland, Virginia area. Uh, we got two singles off this, and I don't know why, but this band, it feels octane, but it feels fun. It's theatrical. It's kind of cool. It's like Offspring meets Beartooth to me in a weird way, <laughs> and I really like this. Yeah, it's got a it's got kind of a '90s influence, like a little grun- a little grungy. Yeah, you know they kind of they kind of go to those '90s the '90s note, mm-hmm. um, you know, here and there on this. It's a little hard to describe too, though, because yeah, I don't think Beartooth and Offspring nails it, but there are definitely elements of those bands. Um, and I, but I but I also could see this being played on Octane. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think people have to really listen to this and and see for themselves. But I do like the energy, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't find there's nothing boring about this band. That's for sure. They, they bring a lot of different kind of sounds and texture to the table. Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, it's just it's a time. It's a time. Uh, next up, number four, mm. one that I think you are really, really excited for the new EP Psychic Dance Routine by New York City's own Scowl. Yeah. This is an up-and-coming hardcore punk, whatever you want to call them, post-punk band. Uh, And they're really taking the scene kind of by storm at the moment. I think all three of these singles are absolute bangers. Yeah, it's a super cool band. Um, And also, like, not that easy to describe. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, in some ways, a more accessible, but also less accessible, distillers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's female fronted, we should say. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it sounds like it's got that very fast, um, like a little bit 
crust punk. Yeah. But then they have some kind of poppy, like, sort of choruses where it's kind of sing-songy and, like, a little bubblegum, like, for a minute here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other times it's just, like, pummeling, you know, fast, like, screaming in your face. Um, punk rock. So, yeah, this is really cool. And, and I'm, again, I, I'm excited to hear this record in full because, you know, a lot of times you have these kind of short bursts of energy in these really short songs mm-hmm. and you kind of don't know how this is all going to fit into an album. And let's be clear, like, this kind of music is built for albums, not singles. Well, I mean, it's just an EP, right? So we're getting three more songs. Right. So, well, still, you know, album, EP, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, just the whole release is probably what I'm putting on when I'm going to put on scowl. I'm probably not pick and choosing mm-hmm. a song here, a song there, you know, for sure. No, it'll be a good time though. This good. is a band that's yep. absolutely awesome. They had a record come out in 2021 Yeah, that I really liked. Yep. Um, so cool band. Uh, yeah, very cool. Awesome. Face of punk. Uh, yeah, definitely one of the new faces of, of punk for sure. And I, I think this is going to be, yeah, you know, and again, we talk about the EP thing. It's like, okay, they put it a full length like a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Is it what is this EP about? Is this a stylistic change? Is the label change? Is this what is the point of this? So we'll we'll talk more next week about kind of the reasons for sure. Uh, next up, you guessed it, it's another EP. This time, a split EP though. We've got the new split EP, the Aggression Sessions, Thy Art is Murder, Fit for an Autopsy, and Malevolence. Obviously, the Acacia Strain being subbed out for Malevolence. Uh, We've gotten the songs from There It Is Murder and Fit for an Autopsy. We haven't gotten the new single from Malevolence yet, nor have we gotten any of the covers. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy is covering Under a Serpent's Sun by At The Gates. Sick. There It Is Murder is covering Hammer Smash Face by Cannibal Corpse, one of my favorite songs of theirs. Sick. Uh, and Malevolence is covering Left Outside Alone by Anastasia. Yeah, this is cool, man. I, I like really love this release. It's outside the box. The covers make it really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just judging from the the singles, um, they, they didn't pick like a throwaway track. No. That's for sure. Like this Fit for an Autopsy song is an absolute ripper. Yeah, I love these. Um, the Depression Sessions was one of my favorite EPs for a while just because I really love the split concept, right? And it had, uh, what was the song on it? Um, Flatlining by Fit for an Autopsy, which is one of my favorite uh, Fit for an Autopsy songs, right? As well as just, I don't know, everything about it is super cool. Um, plus, we normally get, when these or when this happens, like the band start touring together, which is always really fun because they're all heavy. It's just a good time. It is sick. No, it's really sick. Those covers are going to be interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, At The Gates, I've gone on record on this show is saying Slaughter of the Soul by At The Gates is my favorite mm-hmm. metal record of all time. So a cover, a modern version of that will be sick. And same with Hammer Smashed Face. I mean, I don't know if if uh, Tomb of the Mutilated is my favorite cannibal record, but it's definitely Hammer Smashed Face is the is the legendary cannibal song. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. It is up there. Next up, it's another EP. This one... I've been excited for for a while, though, uh, is a debut solo EP, True Viridian, by Skylar Accord. Yeah. Uh, Previously, currently, whatever you want to call it, of issues. And I think Sky is such an underrated gem and one of the most talented musicians to ever come out of our scene. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just kind of in his own tier with, like, him, Jordan Fish, a couple others, right? Just people who are savants and 
this EP is just, it's kind of everything I want. It's jazzy, it's post-hardcore, it's pop. It's kind of just a collection of everything that the man does and does so well. Yeah, I know, I've known Sky a long time, obviously. Like, we took issues out on one of their first ever tours. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so young, and right away I was like, damn, this is just like one of the best bass players I've ever seen. Also just one of the nicest people I've ever met. And now to kind of see him obviously becoming coming into his own as a songwriter um, has been really cool. But mm-hmm. the vocal part is probably the most interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, for a guy that's not done that um, on a, you know, a, a professional scale. Um, and how to, professionally to have, sounds. <laughs> exactly. Like just to have the, the, can I say just have the balls mm-hmm. to put yourself out there and be like, you know what? I'm just going to sing. Um, that's, that's nerve wracking, you know, when you, when you haven't done that before. Um, and to be that good <laughs> and have that voice and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really, really cool. And I think as good as these songs are, I think we're going to be expect even more as, as he continues to, to grow. Cause like, what is he still got to be still under 30, this guy, you know? Um, um, He's like my age, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still v- he's relatively young for how long he's had a career and like and what he's doing. So this is pretty damn cool. Um, and mm-hmm. also, like, let's talk about the originality here. This this is not this doesn't just sound like a typical. He's thirty two. I don't know record at all. Like, I, it's it's very it's chill, but it's like funky, mm-hmm. but it's got great hooks, but like it's it, it's it's really unique. So yeah, I, I really. This is really impressive. Yeah. Each song is so different too. Yep. Which is awesome. Yep. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Is that, was that number two? That was number two. Okay. Well, you know what, you know what it's time for? It's time for us to take a break, but we will be right back. And we are back. Mike, we're, we're back. back. We're back, Mike. We're here. We're here. We're back. Back again. Back, 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 back. We're back. Bark, bark. We chickens now. No. Backport. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm. You ready for number one? Please, Mike, enough weird shit. Let's just go. Yes. Number one. Okay. This record I'm so stoked for. Sometimes you have the perfect combination of writing style, genre, release time, and it's the new record Catharsis by Covet. I think this is the perfect time for this record to come out. Oh, each one of these singles is just like the perfect springtime windows down driving through the city vibe and music. Right. Yeah. This. Wow. What a number one. Um, this band's incredible and you know, incredible. It's hard when we put like an instrumental band number one, but I dare say that covet slams more personality into their music without even having a vocalist than 90% of like other musicians do. Totally. It's crazy. There's like an insane amount of character Mm -hmm. into this. Um, And like a lot of times when you talk about an instrumental band, especially an instrumental guitar driven band like this is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just kind of ends up being like proggy and nerdy and like, oh, what, what like mode is my guitar solo in, in this song? And it is, don't worry. but But it's almost a little bit like... That isn't the point of it. Not at all. The point of it is like the vibe and the emotion and the feel of it. So I think this is almost like an instrumental, this could be an instrumental guitar record for people that don't like instrumental guitar records. We said that about Polyphia too. 
Yeah, but that's more. That's even more though, because that that's like there's vocals like all over that thing, yeah, and that, like. That, but this, but you know, comparing this to Polyphia is not that far off. No, you um, know, I think it's got that clean, clean guitar. Like, you know, we don't have like. Sorry, I cut you off, Mike. But like, oh, yeah, okay. you don't have like big distortion. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't double kick. This isn't like a metal record. That's a guitar record. This is yeah. this is not this is nothing metal about this at all. No, it's not Ingve Malmsteen. You're you're pulling up and you're getting Chan, right? Where it's just Vibe City. It's all about kind of ebbing and flowing and taking you on a journey more than it's showing off. Yep. They happen to show off too, but you know. Yep. No, I, I love it. I love this. I mean, there's even one single that I don't even think has any guitar on it. Like weird interlude like mm-hmm. single. Like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. It's cool. And um, yeah, this is going to be a really, really, uh, really great thing. And I think anybody can enjoy this. Yeah. Like, I don't care what kind of music you like. Um, Anything. You're going to win. You could be deathcore only and you're going to have a good time with this. Sorry. You're going to like this. Exactly. This this just has something for everyone. And I truly mean that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Covet. Number one. Who'd have thought? Yeah. I mean, I thought. Maybe... Maybe a bit of a slow week, but still, yeah, some good stuff in here. For sure. Absolutely. Want to okay. do a quick recap and then we'll get into yeah. some honorable mentions and let these people go have Easter with their family? Yes, we'll let them go. Uh, let's go back to number seven. Number seven, songs I wrote instead of killing myself, The Pandemos by Jetty Bonds. Wow. Uh, number six. The new record, Hope by NF. Five. The new EP, Rock Bottom by Savage Hands. Mm, four. New EP, Psychic Dance Routine by Scowl. Three. The new split EP, The Aggression Sessions by Thy Art is Murder, Fit for an Autopsy, and Malevolence. Mm-hmm, number two. The new EP, True Viridian by Skylar Accord. And the number one release of the week. New album, Catharsis by Covet. Go listen to it. There you go. There you go. Nice list. Lots of good Hell. things. Let's get into the honorable mentions. Yeah, for sure. Um, we talked about it a few months ago, but the Ellie Golding record's finally coming out. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh Silverstein has a deluxe album coming out. Oh, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's got a... Pretty cool. Yeah, we already released the one single, Poison Pill, mm-hmm. but there'll be another single called Stitches that's nobody's heard before and some alternate versions um, well, of some sure of the songs. I'm pretty sure you've heard it. I, I have heard it, yes. Yeah. I've heard it. The rest of the band's heard it. The producers heard it. The labels heard it. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard it. Yeah, I played it for my mom. She liked it, you know. Nice. Um. Yeah, no, I you know I haven't sent it to you, Mike, but you you can wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I can. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, there's there's some cool little cool little things there on the deluxe version. So for sure, it should be a good time. Uh, Bowling for Soup have released a album of covers. See, love it. I don't remember what all they covered. There's some cool stuff. I mean, uh, they're a great band, and and we love Bowling Soup here. We just do. Yep. We just just we do not care. We love the band. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool features on here too, like Hanson's on one of the covers. Uh, 10k cash. I don't know who that is. They did a cover of two tickets to paradise. Right. <laughs> nice. I, mean, I think a lot of these covers have been out for a while and they just put them on an album. So nice. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, Lincoln park anniversary album, some new songs, bunch of stuff. It's like 80 or 90 tracks of craziness wow, really? between like live demos and stuff like that. Yeah. Crazy. That's, that's a lot. Wow. That's going to be a lot to, to digest. For sure. Um, and then got a reimagined album from Lights. Oh. Uh, instead of Pep, We Are Now Dead, D-E-D. Basically flip it around, I see, right? I see, yes. Uh, and it's pretty much chill, like lo-fi. I'm not going to say lo-fi, but like 
toned down versions of every song on the record. And I think it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. I mean, lights never misses and no, this does seem like something cool, like inner wheelhouse to do for sure. Uh, and then as far as singles go, we've only got 10, um, that I really want to talk about Uh new song from Poppy. Make sure you check that out. Super cool. Always. We always love her. We do. New song from Victims. Absolute ass beater. Make sure you go check that out. Great band. Uh, new single from 1056 and the announcement of the debut album, Downer, which is just taking the two EPs and putting them together with two new songs. Okay. So. Okay. I don't know. That's a way to do it. It's it's one way to do it. I mean, I think it's cool to you know, put that focus on your old material if you still feel really strongly about it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is a band with a lot of heat right now, so. For sure. Uh, new song from Excision featuring the Devil Wars Prada. Yeah. Kind of interesting. That will be interesting. Uh, new song from Johari, which is kind of like a prog project uh, featuring Cheney Crab from Entheos, Michael Lessard and John Carpenter from The Contortionist, uh, Nathan Carpenter from Foreign Waves, Dean Lamb from Archspire, and Evan Simones from Last Chance to Reason. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a real, that's quite the, the list. Quite a doozy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, new single from Queen Kona, which I'm super stoked on because I love those guys. Uh, new single from Left to Suffer. Taylor Barber's a great vocalist. Yeah. Uh, new song from Dying Wish. Just spoke about them yeah, recently. That's right. Uh, podcast just, just action. Had, just had uh, Emma on the podcast. And um, yeah, this is kind of... A, did you hear the song yet? Yeah, it's a banger. It's out. Yeah, it's... Um, Definitely a lot, a lot of singing in this song, which um, mm-hmm. we had a little bit of taste of that on the last record. So looks like there's going to be um, probably even more singing on this new record, which is, I think they're at their best with some with some clean vocals. I think so too. Uh, new single from Omerta, which oh, I'm super boy. stoked on. Uh, bands starting it out strong. It's called Anti-Amorous. It's an absolute banger. This band's crazy. I'm sure they're saying some lovely things. Oh yeah. Uh, and last but not least, new single from Holding Absence. It absolutely rips. Such a good track. What a band. What a band. And yep. And you you better believe it when that record is coming out, assuming there's a record coming. Oh, I know there's a record coming. Um, it's going to be a big fucking deal around here. For sure. Definitely. One of those that's going to be pretty high up on some album of the year lists, I think. There's a good chance. There's a good chance. Got to hear it first. Good chance. All right. Well, that's the show, isn't it, Mike? That is. We did it. We did it. Well, everybody go check out that new Covet record and um, you're going to love it. Yeah. Whatever else. No matter what you're into. And there's so much else to check out. And as always, we'll be back next week to uh, discuss all that stuff and more, including a new Metallica record, which I assume will be on the list somewhere. It's Metallica. Yeah. It won't be number one, but it'll be on the list. It will. Oh shit. Really? Little spoiler alert. Um, the new Metallica record will not be like one of Mike's favorite pop punk bands of all time is releasing an album next week or anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, there you go. We, you got to tune in next week, everybody. Okay. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you're listening. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait. And as always head over to Instagram and follow Mike at Slappy Slam to get that whole list. Boom. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Oh. That was perfectly timed. <laughs> was perfect. Cyrus needed to chime in at the very end. That was... Wow. Uh, you got to feed your cat, Mike. I feed him twice a day. 
He's a good Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.